key point number two. Key point number two is this. Our faith is strengthened through prayer. Our faith is strengthened through prayer. Jacob does what on the surface seems to be the right thing to do. I mean, he, he prays, but we're going to look a little closer at what he prays and how he prays. Pick up at verse 9. Then Jacob said, O God of my father Abraham and God of my father Isaac, the Lord who said to me, return to your country and to your family and I will deal well with you. Now let's just pause there just for a moment because there's a couple of things that I picked up on. One is when he addressed God, it was the God of Abraham and the God of Isaac. You know, his, his father Abraham, his father Isaac. But he doesn't personalize it, does he? Now, to be fair, that's an argument from absence. In other words, because the Bible didn't say it, we can say it seems like he didn't make it personal. But that's not necessarily a good argument. Let's turn and then and look at what he actually did say. And look at the very end of that. It says, the Lord said to me, return to your country and to your family, and I will deal well with you. Is that what he said? I mean, I'm reading through that, and I'm going, wait a second. That's not what I remember reading just a moment ago. What I read just a moment ago, the, the Lord said to Jacob, return to your country, to your family, and I will be with you. The Lord is saying, I will be with you. This is a relationship. I'm going to be with you. When you go into battle, I will be with you. Jacob is always thinking people are trying to deceive him. And he's always trying to deceive others. And he just thinks, well, God will deal well with me if I head back. That's not what the Lord said. No, the Lord said, I will be with you. Let's pick back up, verse 10. And I am, I am not worthy of the least of all the mercies and of all the truth which you have shown your servant. For I crossed over the Jordan with my staff, and now I have become two companies. Verse 11, deliver me, I pray, from the hand of my brother, from the hand of Esau, for I fear him lest he come and attack me and the mother with the children. Again, as I'm reading through this, it seems like the focus is largely on Jacob. That his concern is, deliver me, lest he attack me. And then it's almost, uh, it's almost like this tag on, and the mother with the children. You know, almost secondary in thought. In our culture, that's, that's, that's and, and our traditional culture, I should say, women and children first, right? I mean, we, we prioritize them. We, we, give them uh, we give them protection. Jacob is, is largely about deliver me, for I fear them unless they attack me. And then the last mentioned is the mothers and the children. Picking back up verse 12. For you said... I will surely treat you well and make your descendants as the sand of the sea, which cannot be numbered for multitude. 
For this one, I had to stop, and I, and I thought about verse 12 for a, a good bit. You said, you know, as a parent, oftentimes uh, we experience two types of you said statements from our children. You said. The first one is often a, a weaponized reminder, right? It, it's in order to, for the child to get their way. You said I could go. And now you're, you're saying I can't go. You said, you promised. The goal is not to rest in the promises of the parent, but to use the statement against the parent as what? As a means to get what they want. You said this. And I, I expected this because you said it. You promised. But then there's a second type of you said. This one is not done as a means of manipulation to get your way. This one is said out of relationship. Dad, remember when you told me that there's other fish in the sea? I didn't quite understand it at the time, but I get it now. Thank you. Do you see the difference in the you said statements? One is manipulative. One is, I want to get my way. One is underhanded. One is what a deceiver would do. The other is out of a relationship. The person is saying, oh, thank you for making that promise to me. Thank you for teaching me these things. Oh, you told me this. So our question should be this. Do your prayers look more like a relationship with God or do they resemble a wrestling match where you're trying to get your own way? When you pray, are your prayers more of a relationship or do they resemble a wrestling match where you're trying to get your way? Let me give you key point number three. And then we'll, we'll wrap it up. Key point number three is this. Our faith is strongest through submission. The remaining portion of the chapter has really left a lot of people confused, perhaps with more questions than answers. However, I hope that entering into these final verses of chapter 32, I hope that you have seen that wrestling has always been a theme in Jacob's life. That it's not some isolated event that we treat as a short story, but it is the culmination of a larger narrative. This is the apex. This is the climax of the narrative. This is that moment that we've been waiting for. All of these other narratives that we have read up to this point are showing us the character of Jacob, showing us what he is like, showing us that he has been wrestling since he was in the womb, and now he's going to wrestle with God himself. <laughs> 